This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, everybody. Larry Kudlow, we're going to do some money in politics. We have Liz Peek, Fox News contributor and syndicated columnist. We have Steve Moore, FreedomWorks, Committee to Unleash Prosperity Hotline, and <laughs> WABC radio host, More Money, following this show on most of these very same stations. Kids, welcome back. Liz Peek, start with you. The Bidens are going to cancel $39 billion worth of student loans. The Supreme Court just said you can't do that. Okay? What is up with the Bidens? All right? You can't do that. We have constitutional government with three branches. The Supreme said no, and Biden is persisting on this. And anyway, it's a lousy idea. So what do you make of it? Other than that, uh, look, I mean, Joe Biden needs the Obama coalition to get reelected. The Obama coalition relied heavily on young people and young people are not particularly in Joe Biden's camp. So I think this is uh, another way of just kind of reminding them that he's out there trying to do this. And yes, what's really heartless Uh, Actually, I read an op-ed piece by someone in the Washington Post about this. I was surprised because the argument was it was really heartless to hold out hope for all these young people who have student loans that are going to be paid off uh, under the former proposal, which was going to cost half a trillion dollars, and then basically have the rug pulled out from under them. Apparently, the government did no preparation, did not reach out to any of these would-be student loan forgiveness uh, beneficiaries and say, hey, by the way, this may not work, so prepare yourself to start repaying your loans. It, it's a pretty shocking thing. This $39 billion, modest by comparison, mostly, as I get it, targets people who have been paying off their loans for a long time, uh, so they're not young people. So it's really just, I, in my view, just kind of symbolic. But, I mean, I think they're hoping no one will really notice what the impact is. The impact's going to be pretty modest. Yeah, but Steve Morris, if you listen carefully to what Liz just said, Liz Peek, <laughs> calm, modest, <laughs> analytical. What she's saying is this is vote buying, okay? That's what I heard. Vote buying by the Bidens, Steve Moore. What do you make of that? Boy, that's almost like saying there's gambling going on in this establishment, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, look. Uh, if I was thinking, you know, what what if Donald Trump tried to do something like this? Mm-hmm. You know, what would the press and what would the Congress and what would the Democrats? Oh, my God, he thinks he's a dictator. You know, he's a tyrant. He thinks mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants. And I don't hear any of that coming out of uh, out of uh, Washington's media or or the Democratic Party. But look, well, if, even if it were constitutional and it's not, it's a stupid Mm. policy mm. that we're going to forgive mm. people for their debts and make other people pay. I just think it's, you know, what, what we do in Washington, this is one of my, uh, you know, one of the things that riles me so much is that we reward uh, vice and we punish virtue. Ooh. You know, we're punishing the people who did the right thing and paid their loans off and we're rewarding people who didn't. And just like taxes, Larry, I mean, you and Art Laffer taught me this. You know, you reward people for their work and their initiative and their entrepreneurship, and then we pay people not to work. I mean, this is what government does, and it's why our economy is not growing nearly as fast as it should. Yeah, Yeah, and Larry, Larry, can I add one more thing to that? 
The other thing they're doing is they're rewarding just the people that they accuse Republicans of rewarding. All the tax cuts went to the wealthy, supposedly. Who do you think student loan forgiveness goes to? It doesn't go to the bottom of the income chart. It goes to the high-income people who are basically college graduates who earn millions of dollars more over the course of their lifetime than people who did not go to college. So it's it's so hypocritical on so many different fronts, including that one. You know, Liz, uh, you're on to something there. I mean, a lot of this is graduate students, but if they're yeah. not like professionals. Even with medical not, degrees. Even it, with medical degrees. <laughs> I, but, it, 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 you know, it's P- PhDs in sociology yeah, right. and yeah. African-American studies and gender studies, Liz. That's who's getting the. I mean, this is a grift, okay? Yep. Everything Biden does is a grift, Steve Moore. Think about this. All the money they're spending on these woke projects and climate projects and democratic interest group projects, and then they're all supposed to vote for Biden. The whole thing is a grift. Hello? Yep, you're still there. Hey, I lost connection. Oh, you lost connection? Read out. Liz, are you still with us? Yeah, yeah, I am. All right. I agree. I mean, but uh, but look, that's, you're exactly right. All You know, what, what are the policies? I, I, I was thinking this morning, Uh, about Bidenomics. And, Mm. you know, if you think about the claim that Joe Biden has out on the hustings, that he's the one who's brought down inflation. So I have many times said uh, that Bidenomics is big government, big spending and big labor. Not one of those things uh, is, is beneficial for inflation. In fact, all are detrimental for inflation. Big labor, I mean, all these advantages and requirements that federal spending has to hire union labor, Larry, drives up costs. All those things filter through into the economy. Big spending, $39 billion isn't a gigantic number, but it's yet another big number. And by the way, our spending is up 40% over the last four years. All of that is inflationary, and, and basically Democrats refuse to deal with it. And then Steve and his colleagues have come up with brilliant numbers on the cost of big government, all these rules and regulations and, Mm -hmm. you know, the interference of the government into our private lives and our business lives, costing families $5,000 a year, whereas Trump deregulation, saving them $2,000. All of it is inflationary. All of it is injurious to Americans. And, you know, guess what? People have figured it out, which is why Biden's approval on the economy is in in the basement. It should be. By the way, uh, the new estimates for the deficit for FY23, now $2.25 trillion. Yeah. $2.25 I thought we were making progress on the I thought yeah. this was the yeah. biggest, most fiscally conservative president we've ever had. Bottom and you're right, is, over, the la, over the last 12 months, $2.25 2. <coughs> which is like the worst in the history of the United States, except for that period when we had COVID and the American economy was shut down. So there's another joke. And the media never calls him out on this, that, that we're now, and we should be booming. The economy's growing at one to one and a half percent. And that's one of the reasons that the, that the deficit's up because the revenues have really started to slow down because the economy isn't, isn't really doing very well, in my opinion. So, and then the spending, my God, it just goes up and up and up. Yeah. Steve. He cut the deficit by one point seven trillion. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and it's unbelievable that he and keeps even saying the Washington that. Post gave him a bottomless Pinocchio on that, and he it, keeps repeating that number. It's like when he says, "We," he said the other day, "We have record high uh, um, 
uh, labor force participation. No, we don't. We don't have. We're yeah. way below the average. But he 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 picked out one one demographic group. You know, of fifty different government groups. Look, we have record high in that one group. And so he's you know, so you can't trust what this guy is saying when it comes to the economy. And and you're right. The thing is, you can't you can't fool the people on the economy because they feel it every single. Yeah. Yep. But by the way, Liz, on the other grift, Biden runs around telling people how all the tr- Trump tax cuts are for the wealthy. They don't pay their fair share. This is from the hotline over the weekend, but we've talked about this number <laughs> before. They only pay 3 to 8% of the ta- income taxes. But if you actually look at the data point, the top 1% pays over 40% of yeah. the income taxes, over 40% yeah. <laughs> of the income taxes, and the rest of it, 95% pay virtually nothing. I mean, it's another Biden lie. It, it is, and it's very popular on the left because they don't want to grow the economy. They want to redistribute the wealth that comes out of the economy. And honestly, this whole attack on trickle-down, I think I'm going to write a column next week on the <laughs> and supporting and celebrating trickle-down economics because you know what? Every time we've actually done that, cut taxes, growth in, uh, increases, and the benefits really do flow to everybody. So, you know, all of it's a lie, Larry. What's so discouraging is that there's so few people, and you're one of the leaders on this, who are out there calling them out on these lies. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mostly the people just sort of nod and agree. Where, where are the Democrats who know better? Where are the Democrats who know what solid uh, economic proposals would look RF, like? They RFK quiet? Jr. RFK yeah. Jr. Steve Moore, you have to get RFK Jr. for the Unleashed uh, dinner. Yeah. You've got, you, I saw you him last he, night. I saw him last wh- night. Oh. I was at the Freedom Fest in Memphis, and he spoke. You know, he, he's got some crazy ideas. He's very iconoclastic, but he has some good ideas. I mean, he does talk about maybe we should cut tax rates just like uh, his his uncle, famous uncle Ooh. JFK did. But, and he also, one of the things that has infuriated the left, uh, w- but he's spot on 100% correct, he is one of the leading critics of uh, COVID lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that, that's great. Finally, some Democrats are saying, and what he's saying is this hurt lower and middle income people the most. And he's right. Well, he also said uh, there was a Breitbart story. He also said the Biden's climate policies are yep. command and control wow. and denying Americans freedom. Wow. He's came out, you know, he was a climate guy. I used to interview him on the old CNBC oh, show. He was one of the first big climate yep. guys. But he's now criticizing the radical climate stuff. He called it command and control and denying American freedoms. I love it. Well, that. You, want, you want some more good news? You know mm. who he's listening to? Art Laffer. Arthur Laffer. <laughs> you know, so that's great news, isn't it? I'm, I don't know if Arthur's going to prevail, but he's putting some really good ideas in his head. You have to get him to our dinner, and we have he's to talk him into he's the coming. spirit of the JFK tax cuts. When's he coming? Uh, we think we're going to have him in late September. All right. Oh, that'd September. be great. Right. Yeah. yeah, what I like about RFK Jr. is he's gone out and said, hey, I'm a traditional Democrat. Right. Exactly. Traditional Democrats right. are not right. warmongers. Right. They're not pushing the military industrial con- complex. Right. Uh, you know, m- big uh, traditional Democrats are not in beg- bed with big pharma. He, of course, right. has a tremendous hate on for the pharmaceutical influence, uh, the company influence in all those COVID lockdowns 
and the vaccine requirements and so forth. You know, I think we're going to look back at that whole era and say, what in the world were they thinking? And I mean, obviously, there is a brand new pandemic. People didn't know what to make of it. But oh, my gosh, were the policies horrible and the suppression of information. I am so happy that this judge and now it's being appealed by the government has said this was a terrible suppression of free speech. You know, you needed you need this. We need to have this conversation about free speech, because, again, RFK Jr., what's a traditional Democrat doing stepping on free speech? That's pretty incredible, right? We're going to take a break. The headline story here is Liz Peake accuses Biden of vote buying. It's a radical notion. (laughs) That's the headline. We're talking to Liz Peake, Fox News contributor, syndicated columnist, Steve Moore, FreedomWorks, Committee to Unleash Prosperity Hotline, and WABC radio host. The name of his show is More Money. Right after this show and many of these same stations, I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Hollywood hates Bidenflation, but Hollywood loves Biden. Go figure. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. Larry Kudlow here. We're with Liz Peek, Fox News contributor and syndicated columnist, and Steve Moore, Freedom Worker <laughs> and uh, Committee to Unleash Prosperity Hotline, and most importantly, More Money, WABC radio host, More Money, right after this show on most of these same stations. So, Steve Moore, I'll begin with you. Hollywood is going on strike. The actors <laughs> have aligned with the writers all right, Hollywood hates America, but America actually hates Hollywood. But the thing I like about this, or one of the things I like about this so much is particularly the writers' unions are blaming high inflation for <laughs> declining real wages, okay? And so they're striking for more money. Now, here's the thing. So let me get this right. Hollywood hates Biden inflation, but Hollywood loves Biden. And won't criticize him. Now, there's a problem here. What do you make of this? How can we break through? Well, we have to break through because I want to be able to watch Lincoln Lawyer on uh, Netflix. (laughs) 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 So this has to be This is a national emergency. It's a crisis. Um, You know, it's it's so interesting that the uh, you know the unions um, have tended to be, as everyone knows, you know, heavily, heavily in favor of Biden, and yet. Biden's policies really are hurting the very workers that mm-hmm. that uh, that, um, you know, now it's mostly the union bosses that have aligned themselves uh, behind the Democrats and Biden with their big stashes of money. But I'll give you another example. I mean, the pipe fitter industry, I mean, union endorsed Biden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the first thing Biden did when he came into office? He canceled pipelines. Uh, you know, the miners, uh, one of the major mining um, uh, uh, you know, li- labor unions endorse Biden. Now, mm-hmm. I would probably tell you, just knowing some of the miners, probably 70 to 80 percent of those miners were for Trump, yep. <laughs> not for Biden. Yep. And yet the Biden, but the union bosses are all in, which what I'm saying is the union bosses are not representing their rank and file members. So, Liz, I think um, Hollywood needs a six-part series, all right, like the Lincoln <laughs> Lawyer, okay? They need a six-part series on the um, disastrous policies of Bidenomics, which caused high inflation, which You're caused so the writers... 
which caused the writers' to <laughs> salaries to decline in real terms, Liz. They need to come clean. Otherwise, I'm going to have to say Hollywood's a hypocrite. That's all. They're <laughs> hypocritical. So I, I think it's pretty interesting, actually, that this I, – I do think that some of the challenges uh, in front of the media industry are real. I think the whole fight over AI, the studios saying that they want to take mm, yeah. images of yeah. uh, actors and use them in perpetuity right. without even uh, getting their consent, I think that's outrageous. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think we know how this story ends, Larry. I mean – I will diverge for one moment, a personal anecdote. We went in London to see something uh, called the ABBA Legacy. ABBA Legacy is one of the hottest tickets in London, and Mm. it is a show of holograms that look exactly like people performing, the four ABBA characters singing on stage. If you didn't know it wasn't real, you would not know it wasn't Mm. real. And Mm. it has been done with their consent. But imagine... If Taylor yeah. Swift had a hologram created of herself mm-hmm. and had 15 tours going around the world, uh, I'm sure they would have packed sellout crowds everywhere. And I'm not saying you're duping people. They would know it wasn't her, but it'd be the same music. It's a very lively show. This is profound. This is so a Liz, profound Liz, are change. These, Liz, are these holograms, are they three-dimensional? Yeah, well, oh, it's wow. hard to tell, right? You're in a yeah, stadium right. and you're watching them. They look, right. yeah, they look three-dimensional. And at the mm-hmm. end, Steve, you know, when the smoke clears, so to speak, there's a. it turns out there's a 25-piece band there. We didn't even know that that was real. So that's how confusing this whole mm-hmm. thing is visually. And let me tell you, people had a blast. So I, all I'm saying is I think what could be happening in the entertainment industry over the next five to ten years could be, incredibly disruptive. I will also say one final thing and then stop talking. If if writers are afraid that robots are going to take over, it's because they've been turning out complete garbage. And what I mean by that is the same storylines over and over. Mm -hmm. Let's take this format of Indiana Jones and kind of update it for 2023. Okay, a monkey could do that, right? I mean, I I apologize. It was a terrible movie. Yeah, it it was not great. I, I enjoyed dumb. it because I love all Indy Jones movies. But but look, that that I think, you know, there are great screenplays in the world. Uh, more writers should be pushing to create creative new ideas. And guess what? I don't think artificial intelligence will ever do that. By the way, uh, Taylor Swift is bullish for the economy. Oh my There's God. a story running on Fox <laughs> Business Digital. That Taylor Swift is responsible for four billion of stimulus to the economy because wow. of her concerts. Four billion, all right. Because the local, you know, hotels, motels, restaurants, everything. Because yeah. all these people come from miles around to see her. It's fascinating. Now tax the rich, Larry. We've got to tax the rich. People like Taylor <laughs> Swift, even though she's creating thousands and thousands of jobs. Right? I, you know, my producers. <laughs> I have a very young group of producers. All right, I'm. I'm I'm at least two and a half times as old as all my producers on the show. So they had me listen uh, to the Taylor Swift song. So, I, you know, I played them, okay. I think she's pretty good, um, but she's, she's no good Ella Frank Fitzger- Sinatra? She's no Ella Fitzgerald, I'll but tell you. It's a great show. It's a great three-hour show. She's really. no Billie Holiday. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's not that great, really. Last one. I don't know if we have a minute left. Lina Khan is a crazy person, Steve Moore. Lina Khan is absolutely out of her mind destroying capitalism and business. 
Yeah, she's, it's actually kind of a good thing that she's there because it's woken up uh, American businesses to how crazy these people are. But she wants to shut down any business that is profitable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's going and she's losing everything. Okay. Yeah. Anything that's profitable and big, but she's losing. She's losing with Microsoft. She lost with Amazon. She's going after Chat GPT now. Yeah. Yeah. And and these companies have to spend tens and tens of millions of dollars defending themselves against these outrageous, you know, 18th century, (laughs) you know, monopoly theories. She said she needs to go back to law school. Yeah, back to law school, back to someplace. Liz Peake, thank you. Steve Moore, more money following this show. Thanks, kids. Appreciate it. I'm Cudlow. It's a great pleasure. We will be back next weekend.